Hello everyone, Robbie here. I'm pleased to announce the release of my next novel, Regrowth. Here's a short description. With the world on the brink of collapse, the last thing John expected was a call from the richest man on earth. Scientist John Matthews is sitting on his couch, locked out of his lab, until he gets a call from Eaton Shaw, the billionaire tech magnate. Shaw is inviting the best and brightest to an underground facility with a simple mission, save the world. John joins the lab, hoping for a breakthrough on his research. He's attempting the impossible, regrowing limbs in humans. But he's not alone in his quest. The lab is filled with cutting-edge science, working to solve all of humanity's problems. Shaw presses harder and harder for results, even in the face of deformity and mutation, and John begins questioning Shaw's motivations. The lab, once a sanctuary, starts to feel like a prison. As John's research spins further and further out of control, the cost is tallied in trauma and blood. Still, Shaw wants more, even as the lab becomes a slaughterhouse. Both John and his research are pushed to the brink. What will be the price for regrowth? Regrowth comes out March 21st on Amazon. You can pre-order it now from the link in the show description. It's great for fans of body horror or Michael Crichton. And I'd love for you to check it out. Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. Angel. One demon. One fortnightly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I am your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer. And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional arts and illustration nerd. We are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. We're home for news reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. It's episode 283. So it is. It is indeed. Eric, how are you? My mouth is still burning. That's okay. It's for telling all those lies. It's true. So one of us always lies, and the other one is Robbie. <laughs> it's a, an age-old riddle. You can never, mm-hmm. You'll never solve that one. Yep. Yep. The yep. way to solve it is to eat my ass. Oh, God. Yep. I'm drinking a White Claw. That would be what a, that's what a devil would drink, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know, honestly. There's a lot of devils. There's a lot of demons... Uh, in our book club book of the, this week, it, it is Kill Six Billion Demons, uh, books one through four by Abaddon. Um, it is the, a, the, the AW wrestler. Not the, it is separate from the AW rep- wrestler. I believe I've spelled it cor- incorrectly on uh, our notes also. Um, but there's lots of demons and devils and angels and stuff going on in that book. And we're going to try and make some sense of it, talk about it later on. Uh, before that, though, Eric, before that, before, before that. Ante. We have uh, our first segment. It is time for Floppies Fortnightly. Floppies Fortnightly is a part show. Eric, Eric and I read a selection of the past couple weeks' books to tell you to buy or do not buy them. There's a motion meter goes from one to five if you're feeling mushy. Our first book of the week is Infinite Frontier. 
Number zero. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't say it quite like that. Okay, here we go. Here's my. Here, I think this is more representative. Uh, infinite, infinite frontier. Number zero. I would. I would say it like a question. Infinite frontier. Infinite frontier. Questions yeah. number zero. Uh, written by many people and drawn by many people. I'm not going to name mm-hmm. all of them. There are a dozen uh, writers, artists, and colors and letters on this. So, um, I'm John not... Romita drew the Apilicu. I you that sentence like just it shocked me my brain to the core, Eric. Like I just like I couldn't even make sense of it. <laughs> oh man. I was like I was like I'm like I was like trying to make sense of any word you're like I got some and then you're I got you with the Yahoo Serious Festival. You did. It was really, it was a completely a Yahoo Serious Festival in my mind. Uh, well, I mean, mispronouncing epilogue. Yeah. Not many people do that. No, I, I was just like, wait a minute. It what looks is... like a pillagu, though. It... I've always, I always, in my head, I say a pillagu. Put the wrong in- emphasis on the wrong syllable. Thank you. That's a, that, that is a joke that my dad says. Um, This is a, this old, uh, a big old, uh, Big old Turd. issue. Well, that's also probably apl- applicable, but I was not going to say that originally. It is uh, a sampler of basically what mm-hmm. the Infinite Frontier books are going to be, and I do not buy this with any. I, sometimes I don't. I, I I I pick out books that I know Eric and I are probably not going to enjoy, but we'll at least Just to keep, fuck with me. Well, keep us abreast of like what is coming, even if we're not going to like it. I'll I will I'll leave that titty alone. Thank you very much. Um, how do you feel about this comic? About, not necessarily about this comic in particular, but about what it's saying is going to be the next step for DC. I read this and I think, wow, I this is why I don't like DC comics. <laughs> Literally what is going through my head while I'm reading this book. And I don't know. It's so interesting. The 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 marvel comic versus the dc comics that we've read we've read you slipped in so many fucking dc comics you son of a bitch there's new ones I, just a, there's there really isn't much else out frankly oh uh, no i get that it's probably like i looked at it and i was like he's he's trying to not read like 80 king and black books or whatever in the shit that yeah events that, that's, those were our choices <laughs> it's like oh do we want to read it yeah no i i understand I understand that our choice is shit crackers and shit sandwiches. Yum yum. I'll take the crackers. Thank my, you. My favorite. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> that's a good sound to represent. Yeah. No. That that's that is that is my one my one word review of this book is. <sighs> yeah. It's. I, I like again. Like if we keep keep it how keep it count. How many rebates for DC has this been in a decade? Four. Mm-hmm. I think that's four, and now it's now we're just going to the Grant Morrison like, oh yeah, everything exists all the time, yeah. And we're and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't necessarily mind that, but what's going to happen? In, you know, is it going to change again in two years? Like, like why is this any different than the last one? Why is this Infinite Frontier? Why are you calling it that in the first place? Like, what about it makes it infinite? Because there's so many, it's the multiverse, and now Darkseid is the end, and he's going to come and kill. And Wonder Woman could have been like a, just chose not to be an immortal, 
uh, uh, God gave up the power cosmic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, functionally, that's what happens. But uh, Batman is now fighting Scarecrow again. It's a cool looking Scarecrow. The Scarecrow looks good. Is Bane actually dead cool. or is that a nightmare? I don't know, man. I does don't anything, either. Does anything in any comic matter anymore? Um, <laughs> that's a deeper existential question. Um, the Batman stuff is the honestly the only the stuff in this. No, okay. I'm a philosopher king. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I met you on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> there is uh, there is Batman. Like, is the only thing in this episode in this whole issue that I actually like care about even a little bit because at least his stuff is happening. Yeah. Like, it's Batman going to do things, and there's a guard and toxin in the Arkham Asylum. Like, something yeah. is happening. It's not just, like, it, people it, well, it posing makes, and talking. It, 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 it makes, yes. Yeah, no, it's, it, it makes sense, and it, yes, it's not just, like, a bunch of poses with a hundred billion word bubbles and and a narrator. space. Like, oh, God. Just, just, just fucking kill me. This garbage. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, that we're not, it's like, it. Wonder Woman is supposedly like this, like, we're piecing it together with her, and we're following her through her questionable what she's gonna do, but I don't care. I don't care, like, I don't care, I do not care at all about death metal or any of that garbage, and this is what this is spinning out of. Of course. And it's already rewriting that. It's already retconning it. Um, because it's clearly like Wonder Woman's asking questions and everyone's like, oh, that stuff doesn't matter anymore. We're clearly not doing that anymore. And I'm like, okay, what does this matter at all? And I'm like, I don't know, like, if I, I don't think I would suggest reading this, like, reading this comic regardless. But it kind of has me, like, I'm not looking forward to any of this DC stuff, really. Uh, like, it, and it has, like, it, we had flat more Flash, which is like, oh, Wally West is the Flash. I'm like, Wally West was the Flash. What? Ha like, mm -hmm. why? And they're like, uh, they're un the re uh, retconning heroes in crisis. Everyone's back alive. Everything's fine. Like, it's, and that's okay too, I guess. But like, it just feels like, well, why did you commit to it in the first place? Everything in this is just like, uh, Warner Brothers doesn't want Tom King to have so much control. Let's unwrite things he did. And you're like, okay. Okay, why did you you sign him for a hundred issues and then you back out? Okay, cool. That sounds about like what's happened. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's kind of I don't know. Like I I not even like that upset about it. It's just kind of like oh yeah, that's it's exactly what I expected. Honestly, I mean it's it's like watching a puppy pee on the rug. Yeah, fair you, enough. You, you like like that puppy's gonna pee on the well. He peed on the rug. I mean, it. it it's is DC gonna make a terrible comic with a zillion writers and artists that says nothing, and and the story ends on a splash page of a hundred superheroes doing the superhero pose, and it means nothing. Oh, I don't pee on the rug, DC. Oh, you did it. You peed on the rug. Oh. He's not Black Adam anymore, by the way, Eric. Yes, he's, uh, he is. Shaz he is Dwayne Black Adam Johnson. Shazadam. Shazam. I can't even say it. I cannot Shazadam. literally. Shazadam. 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 Uh, do not buy on this book. Do not buy this book. You do not need to read this. Set it on fire. Fuck this book. I mean, I'm I have it digitally, so it's hard to do that. 
destroy I mean, your NFT, NFT comicsology <laughs> comic. I'm almost tired of talking about. This oh, shit. I don't want to talk about NFTs. I'm just it's. I I I I I really like the technology. I'm sick of 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 the misinformation and the horse shit about it. Uh, that's a double I kind, of, I kind of want to talk about it for a minute when we check in. Well, so we can talk about check in a little bit. That's fine. Uh, no, uh, I we'll see how long it takes till they write. They draw. They are selling NFT uh, comic books. Uh, comicsology. I'm bad. I I'm, hope that doesn't happen. I well, mm, uh, that's a double do not buy on infinite infinite, infinite frontier. Uh, number zero. Next up is the Swamp Thing. Number one. Written by Ram V, art Mike Perkins, colors Mike Spicer, letter Aditya Binikar. I'm glad it's not Roosh V. You've said, you used that joke last time. Shit. I'm glad it's not Roosh V. <laughs> okay, good. Just may, just say it again with more, with, with a little more resigned and it's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, this comic book is weird as hell. Yes, it is. I like it. That's kind of where I am. The most cautious of I like it. Yeah, it's like I I like it. It, it it's it's it reminds me of Immortal Hulk in a lot of ways. Well, uh, it reminds me of fucking Swamp Thing and Vertigo yes. books. Yes, exactly. Well, I mean that's Immortal Hulk is uh, is absolutely following the tradition of the old Swamp Thing books. And this is what that is. This is like heavy R influence um departing from like what swamp thing has been uh weird ghost stuff going on immortal creatures in the, in the cow immortal cowboy men like uh horrific body horror yeah a tree growing out of your eye that's gross that shit's gross <laughs> it is gross there's multiple stuff in this book that is absolutely disgusting um but I like it. I'm interested. I'm excited to see what happens. I don't know what's happening, really. But that's like that's the question mark for me. Is very much like, do they have a handle on this? Is it gonna have? Is it gonna? Is it all gonna make sense? Or is this just like, no? It's like a tales from the. It's just tales from the crypt. I'm like, I don't want that. I want things to like tie together and have have greater meaning. Like, which is what a moral Hulk does. Um, but I am a. I'm a buy on this, despite my kind of like eh, question, but like I, it's that's more me like worried, just in, like I can't disperse it. I think that my like comics are just gonna let me down, aren't they? I mean, they're they're letting us all down. Will you make that noise again? Eh? That was do once more with feeling. Eh? I mean, I do like that. But that's not that's not. I don't know. I can't do it anymore. Like it's it was a moment, the spur of the moment situation. You can't. You, you, you can't you can't reclaim that magic it's no. okay this look the book looks good uh and i feel like it is written well it, it understands it, it understands its perspective and i think that's what it, i like about it the most um so i'm gonna buy um maybe i'm just in a bad mood this this uh this week <laughs> Because I don't really care. I may be more interested in this going forward. I are, are you? Uh, are you a wait for trade? Is that where you're at? If anything, I'm not intrigued by this. It is definitely good, and it has some value. But for me, I am treading water above neutral. 
it ain't doing it for me. It's fine. I can't say spend your spend your uh, don't spend your crypto bucks on this one. Okay, I'm 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 really excited for us to read the trade in like six months, and you're gonna go and just like we did for Immortal Hulk, and you're gonna. I mean, I gonna... did not enjoy Immortal Hulk. You did That's not. Okay, it's true. Sometimes stuff isn't. I mean, th- th- these people are not writing to make an individual issue. They are writing trades and releasing them serially. And yeah, stuff feels different to get one piece of a story at like completely divorced from everything. I mean, how I, I, we say it till we're blue in the face. It's it makes it demonstrably worse. Like I I can't say I can't say like spend five dollars on this single issue and get three minutes of reading. <laughs> it's more than three. This book has Comic more text. Books, this, this book has more text in it, so it, it, it is. It's going to hold your attention more. Um, so that's a split decision. The Swamp Thing, number one. Next up is Suicide Squad, number one. Uh, script by Robbie Thompson, pencils Eduardo Pensica, inks Julio Ferreira, colors Marcelo Maiolo, letters Wes Abbott. Now this is an age-old question, Eric, that we've a- I've asked you many times. How many suicides? Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad number once have we read? <laughs> I think it. I think we get about three. It's like a three to reboot ratio. It feels like it. Yeah. It feels I mean, like it, I I know that Teen Titans is three per reboot. Teen Titans, oh my, it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I, it's it's. I don't it, I don't it, want it. I can tell you that much. There's yeah. nothing. I don't think there's anything like fucking hair on fire wrong about it. Um, it does feel like a good comic made by a dumb person who's talking down to me. <laughs> They're talking down to you? Yes. Why is that? It's just like all the storytelling and everything is like so incredibly good. I mean, what a, what a douchebag do I sound like if I say it's gauche? It's just so... So obvious and not in the comic booky way that I want, where I'm like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. That giant alligator man has four arms. You know, this is, I, I don't know. Man. I think this is, I one, I really, I like the art a lot. I think that's the, the best thing going for this book is it looks nice. Um, oh, it does look good. But, uh, but let me, I, I think I can, I think I can distill kind of what I'm thinking a little bit better is this is a fucking this is like Zack Snyder's Watchmen. That's how this fucking feels oh, to no, me. Oh no, god. And it's not it's not like it's maybe I don't even I think that I think they have that exact same tone of a dumb person talking down to you okay. because the fucking Watchmen movie is like look how fucking badass this guy is. He's going to punch through the wall and look how cool this is and that's how this book feels. Um, and like that, the it's like, I feel like that's not the fucking point of what you should be doing. I, um, I don't, I, I give this more credit than I give, than I give Zack Snyder Snyder's and, Watchmen. and his Watchmen, <laughs> no, his God. Watchmen turd that he laid. Um, I do like the inclusion of Peacekeeper as a main character of Suicide Squad in preparation for John Cena's Peacekeeper in the next Suicide Squad movie. It clearly it's are really important to get that. Uh, yeah. 
uh, I just can't like it. Just it's just like okay, this is a suicide suicide squad, and like it's perfectly fine. I don't think I'm as down on it as you are, but I still don't. It doesn't get me excited about a Suicide Squad book. Like when I think of Suicide Squad, I think of like what Copra is mm-hmm. and what Copra does Copra so well. Is always the best Suicide Squad that there is. Yeah, and I'm like, there's really an opportunity to tell really interesting stories and like have a strong perspective with a, 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 a what a with a what the what a concept of what Suicide Squad is. Oh, it's it's criminals, you know basically blackmailed into doing things secretly for the government or whatever. And like, it just feels like this is as kind of bog standard as set up as you're going to get. And that it's not, I want something that excites me and this doesn't do that. So I'm going to do not buy. Yeah. I don't need it. Don't need it. Uh, That's a double do not buy on suicide squad. Number one next up is America Chavez made in the USA. Number one. Written by Kalinda Vasquez, art Carlos Gomez, colors Jesus Abertov, letters Travis Lanham. So we have this is our, I think our third America Chavez, America number one in different forms, at least a second. I know that for sure. I I don't remember. Uh, I only remember the one other. Um, I remember it made me feel really weird, and it was you know, it was pretty widely panned. I mean, it was made ex- it only so that Marvel would keep the trademark. That was literally mm-hmm. the only reason. Um, this is an America origin story, basically. You know, this is back and forth, but we see her as a little a little kid getting adopted by her Earth family, um, and then dealing with power problems in the in the modern day. Someone hunting her. We don't know. What do you? What do you? How do you feel, Eric? <sighs> have a soft spot in my heart for this character, but I feel like she's never quite handled right. Maybe this can be it. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, it's a bunch of mole fighting. Like, literally, she's fighting a bunch of giant moles. Yeah, with uh, with, with Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Kate Bishop with Hawkeye. Like, it, it feels so thrown together. It, um, it, it 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 is a competent comic book mhm but it doesn't feel like it is tonally consistent and it doesn't feel i don't know it feels like it doesn't have a voice for her i don't mm-hmm. I, I that's i think my and probably my biggest criticism of it cuz it looks great um i i think that my biggest criticism of it is i and i think my biggest criticism of most times when most people are writing america is they don't they can't handle her voice and they don't set her yeah. apart they don't set her apart like yeah. she she should she could be anyone you know she there's nothing in her voice in this comic that separates her from all the other younger you know newer mm-hmm. marvel heroes she's so flat and generic like you could cover up the costume and you would think that she's miss marvel who is not generic he, she's got a lot of character but she is I, it's, I liked what a shithead she was playing it like 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 um uh uh Kieran Gillen always wrote her very uh she was a fucking heel she was a fucking asshole I mean that's uh, and like that's what I mean like since Kieran Gillen was writing that Young Avengers book like 
there's a lot of a lot of those characters I, they just can't recapture his 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 mm-hmm. his writing for them and america this is even trying this is this is like this is trying to just this is the this is the nice one like i don't and i don't know that i want her nice i want her with some fucking character she can be a fucking bitch i just if she's it, got character yeah and i i feel like she she frankly like i think this is the this is my uh, the other issue with her when she's not in a team book i think she shouldn't be talking that much you know like i feel like she she is a mm-hmm. a punch, woman of action punch first ask questions later type character yeah and maybe you have right that is it some internal narrative narration you know or thinking things but she should not be like spouting off like monologues to people or whatever like and this is very much like, oh, look, and it's all about sympathy. It's garnering sympathy. Like, look at her. It's a child getting adopted. Look at this family. And like, I don't, that doesn't really do much for me. She's like, I don't know. It It is like not, it's kind of so more, far, it's kind of foundational. Is, I was, go ahead, finish. I was going to say it's kind of foundational, the problem. Like, it's not necessarily yeah. like anything wrong with this book. It's just like, it's its perspective is skewed so much yes. that i don't enjoy it I, I and that's what i was gonna say is so far gillen is the definitive voice for her and i still don't think he's really the right person for this character um like i i think like you like this this person like they're trying to integrate culture and environment and all of these things but like it's it's not her this is the Lifetime movie about America Chavez. It's not fucking. This isn't. This doesn't feel right. It's so off. So I'm gonna do not buy. I uh, no no I don't want it. Put her in shorty shorts too. Come on, that's that's her thing. Let let her let her have her thing. It's, it's fine. It's on the covers. <laughs> doesn't don't be fucking weird about it, guys. Make up your mind. They do have to make like make a choice. I mean, you know, you have to give her longer shorts, or you're gonna get canceled. Fucking I see a hundred girls every day wearing shorts like that. Just, just stop being weird, people. <laughs> That's a double do not buy. An American shop has made in the USA number one. Why do they just call it made in America? And like. Let it be that. I, I wasn't that literally what the other book was called. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. If it is, like, then why would you even do this the same conceit again? Then do it something. I'm do something else entirely. They're, different. they're not. They're not bright. Okay, fair enough. Our our last book of the week is Jana number one. Jana and the Impossible Monsters number one, written by Chris Somney and Laura Somney. Art by Chris Somney. Colors by Matt Wilson. Letters by Crank. You know the, You know what? You know what, Eric? I want you to be ready for this. Um, this are hot... you going to say Chris Somney knows how to draw things? I, I was going to say, this is a hot take. Chris Somney can sure draw. He's real good at it. Yeah, this is, this is what if uh, what if Chris Somney uh, drew bone, except it was about little girls? Mm-hmm. There, there's a big monster, and then a terrible calamity happens, apparently, because everyone is a bad shape afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um... My God, this book is pretty. Looks looks good. I'm hearing. I'm hearing. Is there something supposed? Is were you gonna say something after that, Eric? Looks good. I don't know that there's the the world doesn't look. Are, are we sure there's a calamity? 
I mean, it's bright and colorful beforehand, and this and this little girl is running through this woods, and everything seems to be all right. Like the town and set, and then like they're in a woodland area, and everything's nice and cheerful. There's birds. There's fruit. He just moved the DC. He just it's in the city. What's well, one year later? You have to move that. You have to move the saturation slider. Just a little is bit. Is that how you out. do that? But also the the old lady is like, since the monsters came, and I'm like, uh, does that okay, fair. And I'm like, did the monsters eat everybody? I don't know. Um, I mean that's part of and like and then you look out the one last landscape, the la- look the girls looking out over the wilderness and everything seems kinda like there's tree branches broken off and you know, rubble. And there's a big egg in the distance. So <laughs> I don't know what's in that egg. <laughs> Probably a monster, I'm guessing. Um I mean, who knows? Who knows what's in that? I mean, Chris and Laura Somni probably know what's in that egg. Um, but this book is just—it's just so pretty and so delightful and and fun. Um, it makes me want more, and I think that's the—I mean, my only complaint is there isn't enough of it. It reads like the whole thing in like a second. Um, you get to the end, you're like, "What the fuck? It's done." I was what like, "Yeah, fuck? I feel like this could really benefit." Could have really, I mean, I'm still gonna recommend it because I'm a sucker. Uh, but I this would is, say, I mean, it, it's got enough, it's got there's love in these pages, it's good. There is, I it, mean, looks, I, it looks great. It's, yeah, it, it's the only thing that I can wholeheartedly recommend. Like, I do think that maybe there's not enough story in it, like, it feels like it's a lot of air, but you know, when you got Somni flexing on every page like he is, I think it's okay. Yeah, and I think that's like when it's such a super, it's so superlative art, and just you look at some some of these like two page the two the there's two two page spreads in this, and they are both just gorgeous, and mm-hmm. you're just like sure he's wasting two pages on just like a single image, but it looks so good. Who cares? Um, so bye. It's a it's a Chris Somney book. Buy it. It's that easy. He could draw anything. I'm gonna probably suggest say hey buy it. That's a uh, double buy. On Jana and the Impo- Unpossible Monsters, number one, the only book At least we, we got one, the only book we recommend this week. That's why I saved it for last to leave us on a high note. Uh, Eric, mm-hmm. uh, we can move on to our next segment. It is time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about what we've been doing for the past couple weeks. Uh, whatever stuff we want to talk about, nerdy stuff usually. Eric and I watched some wrestling last night. It was good. It was good wrestling. They did fail to blow stuff up. They did. I'm. I am going to all anyone will talk about. And honestly, it's kind of under my skin. Yeah. It was. It really was. It was like six seconds. Yeah. Of an almost three hour pay per view that, quite honestly, I was so excited for. Every match basically delivered exactly what I wanted out of it. And then six seconds of shitty pyro, and it's the only thing that fucking dumbass marks on the internet are talking about. My God. Uh, yeah, I, I am. I'm not that upset by it. I'm like, I'm like, me neither. I, I would like I don't it. Care. I would like it to be better, but I also don't want. They had to apparently had to disconnect stuff from the middle of the match because they were worried about people getting blown up. So yeah, you can't. And if you, and if that happened, my God, everyone would be upset about that too. Uh, yeah. and I, I like the story that they told with that match. Like, I like, I like the, the match itself was really good. And I like the, yeah. the, I like Kenny resulting to being a shithead heel to win. And I like, I love Eddie 
Kingston coming out being a face and saving his 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 old friend yeah. Mox even after they ate it each was other. Pretty, it was pretty fucking good. It it's, does it does kind of hurt that point of the story, but I think I hopefully they incorporate it into the story. They, they, again, I'm going to say they're going to have Eddie come out with a microphone on Wednesday. Yeah. And he will just go, and he'll make make it make sense because he yeah he probably they just told Eddie like you know it ha- actually happened Eddie here and you well, got to have Kenny come out and say that he punked him you know easy whatever easy I don't peasy. care what it is yeah they I will don't give a shit they're gonna I mean like, and it, the pay per view was very good I have it, it, was, it was it was excellent it was one of the best ones I mean they're they've all been very very high quality I had a fucking blast. I was excited about so much that was happening. I had a great time with every match. It was just, it was good all around, man. Jeez, no. What do you fucking want? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I was looking at, like, opinions, like, even before the explosion problem, the pyro issue. Like, people are like, Mm -hmm. oh, this match is terrible. I'm like, are you watching the same thing I'm watching? Like, what do you want? Fucking people on the internet are ridiculous. Um, I and I don't I don't understand it. Like that pay per view delivered I don't get it at all. It delivered so many different kinds of different things. Like if any kind of match you would like, it had it. It had you know frantic tag team match. It had crazy uh, Royal Rumble type match. It had ladder match. It had uh strong style Joshi match. It had uh Maki Ito uh surprise appearance. We got uh, I was they they did so good putting that on first. Because I couldn't stop smiling the whole night. I was so jacked after. It was so good. We have Christian Cage uh, back on the uh, away from WWE. I definitely did not give a fucking cold rat turd about that. I, just, I do not care. Christian's great. I love Christian. God bless. Mazel tov. I, that, like that whole era I never cared for. It was never my thing. He was, he was even better... Um, in the like before right before he retired he had a great run with randy orton like he made randy orton like actually like give a shit uh which is half the battle (laughs) with randy orton and they made they he they had an incredible program where christian was a a tremendous shithead it was fantastic uh he made uh he made randy uh lose by dq because he spit on him (laughs) and and randy (laughs) kicked him in the balls (laughs) And it was great. It was such a good uh, shit heel, um, but I'm I'm interested to see what they what they do with him. Um, I, again, I wasn't expecting it. I that's pretty much I had, I predicted Christian to begin with, so I was just like, you know, I was it's exactly what I expected, so I wasn't upset. Um, it was a good show. Like I'm quite happy with it. I don't know why people are very why are people so angry, Eric. Why do they get so angry? Because they have nothing better in their life other than complaining on the internet because social media has literally conditioned us to go to those websites and get angry and then complain because that is quote-unquote engagement. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go next? Do you want to talk about stuff? you want to talk about NFTs? I could stand to talk about NFTs for a little bit because I... I am i find them incredibly interesting um and there's probably already someone listening to this that is incredibly angry at me because every nft uses 21 suns worth of energy every second 
uh, and pumps a hundred billion quadrillion pounds of CO2 into the atmosphere. I, uh, I literally, I had to unfollow some people on Twitter, like who I really, I like, I follow them because I'm like, Oh, they have really good art. I really like their stuff. Yeah. And then for not for a week, literally a week straight, Mm -hmm. It all they all they tweeted about was NFTs, 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 and like, like, uh, 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 like you're. I'm not gonna begrudge you for not liking them. Whatever, that's fine. Yes. Um, but why I'm not following you so you could scream about you? Like, yeah. I and frankly, like this is it's 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 I don't know. It's not the biggest deal to me. Like I don't those some of those studies. They were like people are retweeting. I'm like guys, that's not no. They're 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 horseshit. And I did read one that actually cited sources. Um, I think there is not a lot of great information about it. Um, I'll tell you the position that I've landed on, which is honestly thoughtfully basically brought me back to exactly where i was before with the exception of if i actually sell and mint more nfts i will uh i will probably pay to offset carbon you know because they have they have charities that take donations uh to offset carbon and i think that's rad but like literally there's so many things in modern life that's that's what i've learned um Obviously, the carbon is bad. You know, CO two is bad. Climate change is real. All this shit's real. Um, but the problems are much bigger than this one thing that is like a percent of a percent of a percent. And people think that this is the problem. Um, I think that people being upset is is good in a way because they can hold these companies and maybe mining companies accountable and they should be doing more to offset their carbon footprint um i think that mining and cryptocurrency creates a lot of huge problems it creates like computer parts shortages which i have to deal with now i need to build a new machine to live my fucking life and i can't get video cards to to fucking like render video or do things um, but I mean, beyond that, yes, they use an outrageous, absurd amount of power, but it's not anywhere near as much as what people exaggerate it to be. It's still bad. It's still really terrible. Um, and people should do something about it, but it's not fucking apocalyptic terrible. <laughs> These things all need to evolve and get better. We need to have good, like, power sources that are not just burning coal and oil like we need to make all these things green and then like power consumption doesn't matter and i believe that mining companies need to be fucking regulated that was absolutely my position from the get-go these like all these things are fine cryptocurrency is fine there's a chance that there could be really cool technology running on the Ethereum blockchain, which is way better. It's more efficient than Bitcoin. Bitcoin is fucking stupid in comparison. <laughs> and I mean, all it, all it is is a cryptocurrency and the ledger and like Ethereum was designed based on it's like it's an absolutely an evolution of it. It's far more interesting. The whole idea behind NFTs, I think, is so interesting 
just knowing what I know about the buying habits of people that buy art um, and the art world and the way that things are valued. It's to me, it's fucking fascinating. Um, and I don't think it needs to go away. I think we need to make room for it. And all of people's criticisms, some of them are, have already been made over and over and over again. Um, the companies that, I mean, the, the, the miners I think are subhuman garbage. Um, and I might not even have a, a, a complete understanding of it because having researched it, it does seem like maybe they're even necessary to the ecosystem. I don't know. I'm not that educated enough yet. Um, but whatever the case is, if they ha if they're necessary, then they need to be regulated. Power consumption needs to be controlled and we cannot continue to dump CO2 into the atmosphere. But like, if you have ever flown on a plane or ate beef or like whatever, you're like the guy that is making a piece of artwork and selling it and trying to make a living. He's not, he's not the fucking problem. You are at, you are, and I am as much as anyone. We, it is in the United States in particular, we fucking consume a shit ton of power. We pump a lot of carbon into the air and we need to do more about it. Like I, if more than anything, I'm more of a fucking climate science warrior than ever after spending so much time reading about this and seeing what criticism is valid. Like it, I, I think I'm more scared than ever, but the goddamn, the NFTs, which are a small, small, small subset of the entire thing, which yeah, the, the fucking mining eats up so much power. It's stupid. Um, it's, it's so small in comparison. And even that is like a rounding error, the amount of power that, or the amount of carbon that is compared to the whole rest of the world, you know, compared to agriculture and the meat industry and, and the airplanes and all of these things that are really bad for the atmosphere. And we all do without batting an eye. I, it, my problem with it, like, yeah, there, yeah, everything you said is true. It's more like it feels like so it's not even just like, oh, you're you're using the NFTs and you're 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 contributing to this problem. And it's more like mm -hmm. like they're like so judgmental about the idea that you exist in like it is that comic you exist in a society you know, thing yes. all over again, where it's like, yes, I sell my and like, and it's I get the, I have the same feeling whenever I see people criticize Amazon because I sell my yeah. books on Amazon, yeah, because I have to. It is yeah. it is eighty plus percent of the market. How like, dare you? Do you you probably hate unions? I do. I hate them. They're the worst. Oh wait, no, I don't. I fully support all workers' rights and unionization. It's a very important thing. But I Fuck also yeah, have comrade. to. I really have to sell my books too, and I can't. I yeah. can't. Literally, there's no other way that will make me any kind of money. Uh, it's very much like well, you buy even existing in the ecosystem you're evil i'm like I, I, what do you want me to do you exist in it too you fuckhead what do you want me you're to letting, do you're, you're letting yourself off the hook for all the fucking evil shit that you're doing what do you, and it's very much like 
would the world be great if we all lived in like a uh, peaceful yeah. socialist uh, utopia and we all could just, I mean, yes, and, it would. And, and we all had, uh, you know, like a, uh, what's the word, you know, we all got a standard, uh, what's the, why can't I think of it, Eric? Uh, a pay, like a paycheck for existing. Um, oh, you're talking about universal basic income. Yes. UBI. It, that'd be great. Oh, and I can just make art and not have to worry about, you know, or, or anyone can do that and not have mm-hmm. to worry about surviving. That'd be great. Unfortunately, that is not the world we live in. And yeah. it, just by not function, like if I like if I just stop selling things on Amazon or people stop using NFTs, it doesn't nec- it doesn't make the world go the other direction. So I you don't really I mean, I think you've you have you have been pushed further to the left. Um, from these past years, mm-hmm. you were like almost bordering on an ANCAP when I first met you. Um, I don't know what that means. Classical libertarian, at lo- not not even classical, like what Americans think libertarian means. You were you were bordering on that. I'm not saying you were. I can't. I honestly kind of. You were on the. You were kind of. You were. You were in that ballpark. I honestly can't even tell you what my political spectrum was. At- when we met honestly i had no idea where I, I, i'm probably it was probably just like very confused yeah i mean and, and, and that's certainly fair because we're all stupid but i i i'm spending a more and more time in uh and leftist online circles and shout out to the vosh posting 2.0 facebook group the literal best leftist space on the internet um where the, what the fuck are we talking about before I, I went know. on that tangent? Because I, I was going to talk about something related to being in those spaces and something that I've learned or something. I can't think of what I was what I was driving at. What were we saying? I don't know. I was talking about, you know. Okay, no, no, no. I know exactly what it was because it, basically sort of existing in these spaces, like it, it, you almost get fucking sick of it because like everyone, like the thing you hear over and over is like, fucking tankies man and i was like what is this are we like fucking like little dickensian like ah that tankies got me again you know it just they keep saying fucking tankies and it's just like there's so many of these spaces where people like their their political beliefs or whatever their aesthetics you know and it's it's more about demonstrate it's demonstrative it absolutely is demonstrative and it's about Showing, I mean, to to borrow a fucking terrible ruined word from the right, it is a virtue signal. It is someone saying so loudly that here I am, I am this, and it's not about being functional or right or anything. And that is a big part of what, I mean, people find their precious little believies and they they stick to them, you know? And someone read a headline written by someone who was, I mean, I don't know, that someone that wanted to generate outrage. Like, I think NFTs are in a sweet spot of, like, it is poorly misunderstood tech bro shit. And whenever you have a thing like that, it is easy to imagine that it is fucking black magic evil. Um, and uh, it is mostly fine and yes it's kind of stupid but fucking so many things in the art world are fucking stupid as fuck i i I don't like 
having like a limited edition dim- digital item, I'm I am that type of collector where I go, oh, that's yeah. neat. That's neat. I think it's awesome. I think and it's so I see cool. so many people like you could just screen cap it. It's the same thing. I'm like, I is nothing. Not. That's not the same. That's not what people are like about it. It is not. That is not yeah. the thing. They like it's a completely different mindset. I it know. absolutely is. And I, if you don't like it, if you don't get it, that's fine. You don't fucking have to like it or get it, you know? But, like, I would say the best take of someone, and I really appreciate how thoughtful she was about it because it really it really felt like she's like, I really want to fucking shit all over this. And she, she retweeted a thread that uh, I, I thought, I, I retweeted it too, that I thought it had some good points. Uh, to, in the negative column, in the con column of of NFTs and Ethereum and blockchain shit, um, but it was Spike Trotman, the uh, the publisher of uh, Smut Peddler, um, Iron Circus, I think is her publishing company. But I mean, she basically ended her thoughts on, "I'm not going to clown anyone for trying to make a living because being a fucking artist is terrible." Um, and you want to fucking do this? Like, maybe think about it before you do it. And I'm kind of doing it backwards. I, I, I made one and then I thought about it and I looked up today what my, um, what it would cost to donate to an organization to offset my carbon, to make my NFT carbon neutral, not even my NFT to make my account carbon neutral for the other transactions or whatever five five pounds five five british pounds sterling so like seven eight dollars um that's that's what it's gonna cost me Mm -hmm. so i would pay that much to have the the couple of different people who have come into my apps and said shit about it and it's only gonna get worse um, to, to have them shut the fuck up, I would gladly, gladly do it. But yes, this is the things that I've learned. I'm probably going to, uh, talk about it again, uh, on my Twitch stream coming up, which I've been doing, by the way, Twitch. I think dot, we did Twitch, talk about Twitch. it. Twitch.tv slash easy goodnight. Yep. Just like I am on everything else, but it's been really good. I am two followers away from making affiliate super stoked about that. Well, if you're listening, um, go 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 uh, uh go watch Eric's stream. They're very good, very entertaining. Thank you. I really appreciate that. But I'm gonna have my friend Yatri on. Maybe another. Um, maybe I'll reach out to some people in the NFT art community and have them talk about it as well. Because I think that it's just like I said, it's just in that it's just in the dark. People don't get it, and people are naturally. I mean, I think rightly distrustful. It's one of the reasons that people don't like leftists in general is because we obfuscate our ideas with g- g- garbage language, like the word fucking obfuscate. <laughs> hey, Eric. Yeah, I need to shut up. What's up, bud? I play a video game. Please, let's talk about video games and not more of this exhausting shit. Uh, it's called Loop Hero. Yeah, it just came out of early access this week. It's on Steam. I think it's like 10 bucks. Um, it is a it's a reverse tower defense slash base builder kind of game. Um, I don't do you know what it, you know what that means? 
Fuck no. Okay. Well, you know what a tower defense game is, right? I I I know what a tower is, and I know what defense is. So de- I think I've got it figured out. Tower defense is you know when you build up a tower or a series of towers to defend an area from incoming mm-hmm. monsters. In the reverse tower defense, you basically are roaming around a map and it's trying to get kill the monsters and get through their defended area. Um, in loop hero, it looks like an old. It looks like an old low low fi. Um like low color count DOS game. And I like that. Yeah, it has, it is like at first glance, you're like, oh man, it's kind of like grimy, but the pixel art is really good for yes, what, it, for it what is, it's doing. It is excellent. Um, like it's, and like I'm pretty at this point, there's so much pixel art out there. Like it really has to be good for me to get impressed by it. And this is really, really good. Um, really good animation on it as well. Um, it is, you are like you start the game like cast into a void like the whole world has been destroyed and you don't have any memories and you are basically going on these loops where you get kind of a uh, a randomly algorithmically generated it's so it's not really a roguelike i would i would not use it like because tower defenses work the same way where like the map resets every run it's not really a roguelike there is story going on and your base does build over time it never resets you know you're building new buildings and upgrading stuff that way um each run on the loop does reset when you ever you end a run but you as you go around and you run this little loop it kind of it's like a little board game almost um like a very primitive like you know candy land monopoly type thing and you get cards that represent different locations and you and they give you they boost your HP or they boost your regenerator. Or they or you decide where monsters go on the map. Like you get a vampire castle or you get a spider's web or you get a, a forest and all of them spawn certain kinds of monsters on the map. The run and the attacks and all that stuff is auto uh, automatically done for you. You don't there's no like you don't have to attack. You just run into a monster. You attack each other until one of you dies. It drops loot, and you upgrade your character on each run that way by getting a better sword or a better ring, and it gives you two different abilities. Um, but the, the 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 real heavy strategy is where you place all these buildings. They it really matters. It matters a lot um, because if you place certain buildings next to certain other things, it weakens that it weakens the monsters that spawn, or it gives you better item spawns, or it gives you like there's so many permutations. Um, the I think the one thing I would is I think this is a caveat that I would put on the game is that it doesn't explain much, and some people like that in their games. They want to learn, you know, they want to discover the secrets. Other people, no, I, I please tell me what this means. You know, I don't know that I need to place these two buildings next to each other to make sense. I don't. I didn't know that I needed to destroy this one building if I had any hope of killing the boss. I need to destroy some of these buildings for that to happen. And the game doesn't tell you. It makes you figure that stuff out. It might hint at it a little bit in some dialogue. Um, it's also kind of a depressing game. It's very nihilistic because you literally you're like built, you're like existing in a void, and you're like slowly building up the space. And everyone's like everything's terrible. Uh, I, it's great we have a kitchen now because now we can eat. Because before the food just disappeared after a while. <laughs> um. But it's really addictive. It always, you're like, just one more loop. You know, just one more run. 
one more run and I can build a blacksmith and then I can get upgrade my weapons and then I can do this. And I, you know, it reminds me of like, uh, you know, when you would go back at after, like after a run in Bastion and you'd go back to your little base and you build a building, you're like, Oh man, now look at this. My build it, my, my little, te- my little settlement is better. It's the same kind of feeling. Um, it's a lot of fun. I it's, and it's only like 10, $12 or whatever it is. Um, Absolutely. Apparently went pretty viral because um, on the fifth of this month, one hundred and fifty thousand people downloaded it. Yeah, it, I um, I think some big streamers uh, played it and got that'll it, do it. Got it some press. And and my God, can you believe game companies want to stop streamers from playing their games and make the streamers pay? to play the games on stream. Those, I have bought so many fucking games there's, because a streamer that I like has played it. The 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 those those companies are almost always the Ubisofts, the big companies. Yes. They're like, "Oh the, no, the stupid AAA people." Yeah, yes. don't give all the indie companies like they would kill for some of the, you know, yeah. the bigger streamers to play their games. Um, Absolutely. Loop here is a lot of fun. I definitely re- recommend it. Um or at least give it a look and See if it hooks you. Uh, the final thing, Eric, I want to talk about is I have a book coming out. Let's talk about it. I have a book coming out on the 21st of this month, 21st of March. Oh, was, is that what I recorded a commercial for? The, yes, Eric. on top of this podcast. Yeah, you probably, are, you probably heard it when you uh, listen in, but uh, I have a book coming out on the 21st. It's called Regrowth. In a world. There you go. Where you, Robbie wrote a book. Eric's dulcet tones uh, introduce you to the, the story, but... It's a, I've spent, like all my books, I've spent an impossible amount of time on them. Mm. Uh, and I would love for you Making to. Making shit's hard, bud. It is very difficult. Um, I would love for you to go, go pre-order it. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes, or you can just go to my Amazon, search Robbie Darman on Amazon. You'll find it there too. You know, it's not like, I don't know. Like at a certain point you're like, there's so, there, every time I see people are like, I don't know how to find things on the internet. I'm like. What do you like? I, they were like, oh, or they go, oh, it's on YouTube. I can't watch it. It's on YouTube. I'm like, what do you mean you can't watch it? It's on YouTube. Don't don't be judgmental. <laughs> did you did you, I mean did you did you see where Jake the Snake <laughs> yes, tweeted his I cameo? Did. I did see his that. cameo ad. I mean that like I saw that firsthand. <laughs> yes, I know. He replied to a tweet <laughs> a instead of tweet. tweeting it in his feed. <laughs> re- this re- is just what people are. Replied to a, a tweet about Effie turning heel and swerving. Uh, yes. <laughs> swerving Ricky Shade Page. Um, Regarth is uh, it's, it's a fun a fun underground. It's a it's a, it is liter- it is a pandemic book. It is it is about uh, terrible evil rich men profiting off uh, you know our 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 pain. <laughs> Our pain and I mean, trauma, I, and it maybe in theory that's what cryptocurrency is, but who knows? See, bring it, bringing it all back around. Uh, yeah, buddy. There's no ethical consumption in Loop Hero. There you go. Uh, Regrowth is you can go pre-order it on Amazon. I really love you. I would love you forever if you uh, pre-ordered either either of the 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 digital or print versions of my book, or both. Mm-hmm. If you want bonus points. Let's talk about demons. Are there demons in regrowth, or is it just it's nah, just it's nah. it's just growing monster it's, arms? It's one that eat people. One evil rich man. Well, the wealthiest okay. man on earth is he's okay. not, he's not a good guy. Well, he's he is um, 
Tesla. I mean, it's like it is. As my one of my beta 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 readers called him, Tesla Bezos. <laughs> See, that's a that's a name. You could you could do that. Yeah. Um, oh man. That's we can move on to our final second. It's time for Nero Book Club. Nobody Book Club is the part of the show. Eric and I sign along our collective work and discuss it in depth like Google a book and a book club, except it's a comic book. Uh, this week, we are talking about Kill Six Billion Demons, uh, books one through four by Abaddon. Or Abaddon. I think after after reading this, Six Billion Demons is, I think, a too modest of a uh, an estimate to how many demons are in this comic. There's a lot of... There's a, there's a lot um, I would say, yeah. Eric, how? If, my first question: How did you mm-hmm. discover this comic, this web comic? I I didn't even join it. Um, an artist that I am friends with in the St. Pete region. I'm not even sure where he lives anymore. Uh, Chainsaw Chuck Majewski is worth a Google. Is a fun guy. Uh, he added me to a Facebook group comics without context you've seen these things before Mm -hmm. and people post like crazy in this group and someone posted an incredibly violent panel from this i don't even remember which one it is there i did not have a moment in reading all of it uh where i was like oh there it is you know i did not have that moment i don't remember it at all um but i went into the thread when someone asked what it was and then I looked at it, started at the first one, read a couple dozen, went back, and I was like, oh my god, thank you. This is fucking great. Um, and having read all of it now, I assure you, Mr. Dorman, mm-hmm. this comic is 110% my shit. <laughs> okay. This is this is a book about angels and demons, and it is a like a uh, uh, a blend of uh, I really I, I do really like um like mythology hell demon shit. And I think I I have ever since like Doom and and that was the th- the stuff that I found neat about Evangelion. Um, but this is like this is like it's it's part Steven Universe, part Dragon Ball, and part One Piece. And uh, a healthy, a healthy part of uh, Studio Ghibli, as most of the main characters are female, and it has a very, um, like a violent, um, fuck, what is it, um, spirited away sort of feel to it. Um, and Jesus, God, it's great. I think there's even some battle angel feel to it as well. Um, more towards the back third. You just made a noise. I did. I was mostly laughing at you. Just your okay. delight. Um, I was like, going to add in, in what world would I not fucking adore this? I don't, I'm, I'm, I, it does. I, it does. I mean, you're the, we suggested we read it, Eric, after you read some of it. So of course you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm that doesn't surprise me. Uh, it is there. I was going to throw it some other names in the hat of like, it felt like what I was seeing as I was reading it. Um, like the Brandon Graham's and James Stokoe's of the world. 
I I did leave those names out. Okay. Not intentionally, but okay. you're spot on. Like it's so their shit too. Even to the point where they're doing like little listicles mm-hmm. and like this is what's in my pack. Look at the cutaway of this building and let me label all the things that are happening. The other like it it's it's so it's so Stoko Brandon Graham. The, whatever in the fuck that that style is, that he is also that. And the other there was one other name that I can't remember the name of the artist. Uh the mm-hmm. hyper detail. I knew you you'll be able to summon it in a second. Hyper detail Maybe. uh relatively like in the nineties drew drew a comic with Frank Miller um oh oh um shit uh darrow jeff darrow jeff darrow is the that is yes you're correct i did not have to i i'm upset it took me that long to come up with jeff darrow but a lot this uh, the those the especially in the big like there's some once in a while the book would just the the story will just have like here a gigantic hyper detailed page of a battle or a landscape and you're like, Oh, okay. This is just Mm -hmm. meant to be impressive. (laughs) Uh, you can, and by the way, if we haven't said it yet, but you can go read this for free and kick kill six billion demons.com. Uh, I think the first two books are in print. If you only can read in print, but you can read this for free. It's on, on the, on the interwebs. Um, I, I, Wish I don't know. I like this. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. But it is also messy as hell. It is not an easy narrative. Um, I I think simultaneously this book has some of the most interesting lore of about anything that I've read. Like I really like this world and these characters and all the shit that's in it. But there's so much fucking lore. And it really gets in the way of a neat narrative. And, like, I think this could be told so much simpler and neater. But, I mean, this is kind of the way with webcomics. They're often a big pile of slop. <laughs> you know? Yes. That they're that they're written so seat-of-pants style. You know? It's actually fascinating that this is as high quality as it is, because I do think that there's amazing character moments and really, really interesting and beautiful stuff that happens in it. There's genuinely great shit, but certainly like you have to read a lot before you understand what in the fuck is going on. Yeah, there's it. It does not make any fucking sense. You have to really kind of appreciate all this lore from the the top the front the, you're getting the top soil only you're not getting the roots yeah and there it, there are clearly points in this where they pivot you mm-hmm. know where they go um okay yeah. I, I know more about what i'm going what i'm doing now so we're gonna like shift the shift the okay it's gonna turn this way now because i know that this is where i really want to go like it feels like very kind of t- especially in that first book i think that's primarily where yeah. it feels like very unfocused like i don't really know where i'm going i just want to i know th- this is happening i know that this is here and then as it gets in a second the third or the fourth book you kind of like okay it has a very cl- pretty clear direction at that point yeah 
Um, it's but there it's, are there are many um, many writer artist comic book creators writer combination artist yeah and it's often that um stoko and and graham would always i mean their stuff would meander but i think at least the stuff that we've read certainly for the podcast um it was tidier and they would figure shit out and things i think worked better than this but like i think a lot of manga that i've read would do to use your word pivots. It would use, it would use those pivots. It would change direction. I mean, I even think going back to Yukito Kishiro, he absolutely like, like Alita, Alita, the original series kind of did it. And the, the sequel series that retcons the original ending and then does more also, I mean, that's literally a, a pivot. Um, and I don't, I don't mind it in this, but you're, you're exactly right. Um, it, it, I, I think it's just, it's just the way that these, the brains of these kind of people work, you know, they just want to make rad shit and they don't really have a tradition of, you know, writing with a thesis or doing whatever, but like they still manage to mine really amazing moments out of a comic and there's so much badass fucking shit in this book. There's shit I was screaming at reading this. <laughs> There's it it well, I will say this that I think it is clear that there is not a plan, let's say yep. early on. But I think and this was what separates I think things like this. Other like what you're describing, stuff that clearly mm -hmm. is like doesn't is unfocused, and then finally kinds kind of hones in on something and kind of just stays that course for a while. It might deviate from time to time, but it never gets too far away from it. It always manages to make that early stuff make sense in context. It man it manages to recontextualize the things that are like a little unfocused in the beginning. You're like, oh, it, that is why that stuff happened early on. That is why it can make enough sense within the context of the world. And I think that's, this book does that. And I, I think there are, th there are through points that from that first book that do pay off as they go, mm -hmm. uh, that do make sense and do achieve like, like really strong character moments. And even when stuff is a little confusing, it looks really awesome. Yeah. So you're like, uh, I don't really know what this god thing, god creature is, but it looks great. And I'm like, all right, it's fine. Hand wave it away. It looks amazing. I'll let it, you know, whatever. You know, like there's the like there's that long heist sequence, the long heist stuff where they're planning for it and all that, and then it ends in kind of nothing because the, the 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 guy, the boyfriend, is no longer there, and then you know, and it, but. But it really it subverts your your expectations because there's this dragon, but he's old and he is a god, but he's he just doesn't remember, you know, he, they keep him here to protect him. He's not some he's a little senile. Yeah, he's not. He is not a smell where he's like this deadly hoarder of gold. He is just we need to keep him safe because he is one of the 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 seven you know and if he get he if he's vulnerable one of the other gods will come and take all his power so we can't do that we have to keep him safe i'm like that's like that's really i certain i was kind of expect no it's gonna be a dragon they gotta fight it mm -hmm. um but they don't 
And that's and like just this one of many kind of like fun subversions where it doesn't do what you expect, where the trope doesn't deliver in the way that you're like ready for. And it, it it's good. That's uh, surprises are nice. I like that the, the badass angel monk that kills people with magic martial arts is a trans lady. Yeah. White chain. Yeah. White chain. Love fucking, white. White chain's the best. Fucking so good. My white chain is my favorite character. It's not really close. White chain's. The I best. have a, I have a lot of favorite characters. I love this fucking book so much. I like, I like so much of them. I mean, the rest are good. I like really there's plenty this. of good characters, but it's just like that, that she's, she's, she's like the, she's the semi main character of it. Yeah, her and like Allison. it's it's almost as much her story as anyone's, and that's great. She's really she's really fucking good. Like there's, oh god, there's so much good shit in this. It's 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 it really manages to. I don't know. That's and I, and at a certain point that is like when you're when it is a web like that's the question I keep coming back to is like is some of the some of the charm. Some of the appeal of this is that it's messy, mm-hmm. is that it's so kind of big and unwieldy at times. And there's so many characters and there is the, there's room for all this lore. There, There's this is like this isn't print. You can do yeah. whatever you want. You can. There's no limit to amount of pages. And like there are like each of these chapters in the, in each book are varying lengths. Some are five pages. Some are forty. It doesn't. You don't need to uh, to adhere to any form, and you can just include long pages where we just see like court scenes with one of these gods, and it's just it's just kind of building the mythos of that one single god, and it doesn't necessarily matter in the grand scheme of things. Like how this god got to where she is, and what she's had to, like, what she had to do to get there, and how she persists, how she stays there. But it it deepens everything. Like you're just like, oh, there, there's, there is that much there for that just one character who they don't really go back to that much. She'll appear later on, but she doesn't really have a big part to play after that one little arc. And like that's it feels very manga, you know. It's very much like that wandering. This is this is feels like very much like a travel story, mm-hmm. like a road trip yes. story, because they're just traveling through all these weird uh, worlds that are all in a, a, like a multiversal spectrum, and some of them are beautiful, and some of them are horrific hellscapes. Um. I don't know that the, it, it reminded this is very much like the and the, like the very central conceit of this story is uh, the true heir to the throne is this dude, uh, this random schmuck. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't get the power. This random girl does. And she has to deal with it. And everyone's constantly telling her, oh, yeah, he's the true heir. He's got to get the key. And yet the story is just continuing with her keeping this power and using it. And like. Like they're trying to find he's tr- she's trying to find him, I think because she just finds she's kind of feels sad for him because he's, yeah. he's trapped there with her or he's trapped there. And she isn't. She could technically go home, I think. And she doesn't. She does. She does go home. She does. But, but was, she can't. She can't. Deal she with was. It. Yeah, it's it almost like it feels really weird and out of place during that little that little side story. It it, it I, ironically, the story feels way more at home 
in these weird hellscapes in these multiverses. Yeah. And I mean, it, I think that part of that is just like all of these weird, weird characters all are all imbued with a lot of character. Like literally, like they are all like feel, mm -hmm. they feel real. They like, they're not all, yeah. some of them are what you expect, but all of them have like quirks and, and, and personality. I love the speech flavor in this speech flavor is something that can be done so badly. And I think it's done like basically pitch perfect. I think it does work better in comics usually than in prose, but it's, it, it's it does a lot to imbue, to, 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 to add color to these characters. It, it's a lot easier in comic books. Um, yes. When you're, I mean, it also does the Sandman thing of like different characters, like, like the purple guy talks in purple and I hear his voice in my head and it sounds purple, <laughs> you know, like, like, I, I, I don't know how that sounds. Um, but like a guy will use a different font or like what I love the, the, the fucking dude has, the, he has evil pants. <laughs> His pants just say evil, 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 evil. And I just love it. And his fucking back of his shirt says bad man. That's <laughs> yeah, that is a fucking Dragon Ball reference. I love it. Um, he's a he's a great fucking character. What? I think he's fantastic. There's one lady in here. What part of the gang? She's just wearing a top that says top. That's not a lady. That's the fucking demon. That's that is the demon that has the drinking contest. Okay, and then it turns into she gives it the name Princess. Okay, and it turns into a little demon, and then it hulks out and turns into a big hairy demon. Okay, I was and I it think, does wear it does wear the tube top that just says top. I was I was I think I lost track of the growth of it's the. It's very confusing. I I I don't know why I know that. I I think There's, I I I think that's my. Like it is messy, like I said that, but I don't think that's a necessarily a negative. Like that's what you're kind of signing up for with this kind of story. Mm -hmm. It's I think it's just largely it's just at a certain point there's so many characters and I lose track. I yeah. I just can't keep up. I'm just like it's, I, it's mad confusing. Um, but I mean you know the broad strokes uh, for the most part. You just kind of have to ignore the rest <laughs> yeah um, and i i can't tell you i can barely tell you half of these characters names um but there's there's many of them that i just i i recognize them on site but i'd fucking love them the the core cast i think is all really 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 great i fucking really love it i love allison i love i love co white chain is the fucking shit um I love purple Egypt beard guy. That dude's a badass. The the fucking whatever the god, he is. The, he's one of the, he's the purple the, god. One of the seven gods. Yep. He's yeah. The, he's and he's the one who's built like a utopia, basically. Yeah. Quote unquote utopia. That's what I. Yeah. And it it's interesting how like and that's how the, like part of the 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 flavor of like all these gods and the world that they rule and how they built how they rule and what they do and like are they good or evil what it, like there's a there's a lot of go there's i think that's a strength honestly is the fact that it's all a lot going on but it never feels and i'm i'm a pretty big stickler for it more than most people where it never feels uh 
facile. It never feels empty. It never feels like, oh, it's mm-hmm. this is just mindless, meandering nonsense of theme. It really is feels like it's very strong, like, okay, we're going to tie all these characters together about what is good and what is evil and what is the right thing to do. Um, and it it drives you forward even as much as all the character arcs do where you're like, I do, I I want to know like what happens with this, this key. Like I want to know what is the right thing to do with like, you have this power that is ostensibly the the mightiest power. What do you do with it? How do you behave? Like the, the questions about violence and, and the, that fight between white chain and Allison in the, in the tournament arc. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was so fucking awesome. All those fights are really good. Yeah, there's a lot of really good fights. And I, I got to be honest, like, I'm a real sucker um, for arcs like this, like Allison to have an arc where, um, you know, she's timid and afraid and she's just like a fucking badass by the end. Like, I'll take it every time, every single time. That is my favorite fucking thing. Um, I love seeing that. It's so good. I mean, I think the art kind of it. I was going to ask you do you do you see a big difference in the and like because this is years of yeah. story. Do you it's, see it's years of drawing the shit out of every page? I it definitely is diff. Oh god, it's it's very different. Um, it's almost like light and sloppy by comparison but it's still it's still very good it just is a lot better yeah i never it's not like uh as like we've over a lot of the books we've we end up reading where like over that broach a long span of time we you can talk about like oh the artist clearly just improves and improves and improves um and certainly i think the art is better by the end but i don't think it's necessarily like necessarily only a question of like quote-unquote quality it, mm-hmm. i feel like it is also a question of like finding themselves finding i like identifying what they are what they like yeah. and how they like to draw and the, how they like to tell the stories and it feels like it is there's like it is that dabbling in all those in these various little tiny like niches of art like of like oh studio studio ghibli you know, or, or Brandon Graham or, or any of those other many influences we named, like, it feels like it's very much like finding that style and it's not ever bad. I would, I would not say that it's it, like, it, it feels a little looser or messier at times. Um, but also then it, it you can also get these just incredible, massive, sp- uh, spreads of like the Jeff Darrow, like the super high, hyper, hyper detailed, Lots of, uh, of, 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 you know, brush strokes, whatever, like mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, and I, I don't know. That's it's, it's kind of charming to see that growth happen in the span of, you know, four, four books of varying lengths. I love the character moment where she keeps putting on lipstick, That that, that was, that was kind of my first, the first thing that really, that re- like I, I was liking it, but I, I was kind of stunned at how much I loved that. Um, she literally going through hell and she stops and puts on lipstick because it feels right to her. And I just love the, the, the character moment of that and how it's, she's consistent with it. Even as much as she changes, it's so fucking interesting. I mean, I, there's also, I mean, like 
that like they we do get a one year jump, one year later mm-hmm. jump in this, and Allison's has you know gotten bigger because like, she's training to fight you know for a year in this weird world, and she has a you know a power this power key in her forehead, and like she's a different person. And I think that's really interesting. You know how you, th- there's a lot of like when you have White Chain who is a, a trans character, she but. She is not the only character that deals with their kind of their image and how they look and how they feel. And like that is really underdone. Like I I feel like it is not reflected in enough art and not reflected certainly in enough comic book stories where it is so important. How, like, when you get a character that suddenly, the sudden transformation, it's such a staple of superhero origins, where, like, you think back to, like, the first Spider-Man movie with uh, with Tobey Maguire, and that the transformation he has when he first gets his powers, and, like, that can be so representative in, in so many superhero stories, and yet, it, it, like, it not isn't reflected very much in the storytelling about, like, because... Allison talks about like I'm bigger now and I have scars and like how she's dealing with the and like it's not a big thing it's not an important necessarily like quote unquote important part of the story but it it bears mentioning and and bears reflection and like I like and it kind of is used through a lot of different characters they the the you know the exterior changes even as they sometimes when they use powers they change shape or they get bigger or they get scarier looking or whatever the the storytelling and the character choices reflect how they feel with those changes and it seems so simple like oh i'm gonna have a character oh they got stronger and more muscular i'm gonna have them reflect on that i'm gonna have them talk about my body's different and i don't and i feel strange i don't feel like i i've in in parts I feel strange, in parts I feel great. Like and that weird, that weird uh, questions about your self image and how you think you feel and how you think you look are really important, especially in visual storytelling. And this comic book does it in many different ways with many different characters. And I I think that is honestly my favorite thing about it. Like it's reflected obviously in White Chain's arc. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that. It's in most of the characters, like regardless if they're like that, if they're reflective at all. Like some of these characters are just like, no, I'm evil. But it still is the, their visual change. The physical changes matter. Like the evil, the big bad evil guy, Mammon, and the fact that he's like hammered nails into his body. <laughs> oh God, I do like it though. It's a good. It's 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 hard to go wrong with a bunch of nails in your body for big for evil guy. Mm-hmm. Just have a whole bunch of nails in you on purpose. It worked for Pinhead. It did. Well, it did for a while. <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, okay, Allison's wait. chubby too, and uh, that also endears me to her. Well, you know what? When you're putting on a lot of muscle and you're working out all the time, Eric, you got to eat. Oh yeah, you got to eat. That's true. Chubby athletes, man, I love it. Um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Anything else? I just kind of want to keep talking about it, but yeah. I, I I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, Seems I think like there has to be something. Well, we we we've already we've already quite said a bit, but I mean, I would absolutely recommend this. Um, as long as you don't mind gore, 
It is extraordinarily violent. Um, God, there's so much good shit in here. Yeah, it's it, like it's really it's like kind of almost impossible to highlight every like big like every moment that I'm like, oh, that's that's a cool moment. Or, that's a cool moment. Or, that's a cool moment. But, you know, the the, yeah. the 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 fight scenes. And I think that's the other thing. Like the fight scenes matter. It is not just empty. It reminds me of that. Uh, I don't know. You sent me a did you send me that Dragon Ball Z video? Was you maybe was it? it had to have been you. I don't know. It was by a left tuber. Um. Oh, I don't remember who it was. No, uh, that was by, and it was when we were reading Doctor Slump. That's right. Yeah, Doctor. And Slump. it was it was by Super Eye Patch Wolf. Super Eye Patch Wolf. That's right. A lot of left tube fans like him because his content is good, and he's a a good and gentle person. But he is um, not quite a left strictly non political. He also likes talking about professional wrestling, and has very good uh perspectives um i believe you you have probably seen why professional wrestling is fascinating mm-hmm. yeah that's him um but it reminded me that the dragon uh, he, that talking about the, the fight scenes in dragon ball z and you know they're the ones that are the best ones are the ones that reflect more than just oh it's two guys who are nearly invincible fighting each other you know they represent ideals they represent different themes and they're literally fighting it out with that you know and certainly Dragon Ball Z much more indulgent than this is um but all these fight scenes are very they're not just like oh it's time for a fight scene you know it's uh, I'm bored let's do a fight scene it's like no it's it's about like certainly they do look awesome I'm not gonna yeah <laughs> not discounting that but it feels like every time there's a fight it feels like it's about like oh it's saying something about these characters it's it's demonstrating something about them to i mean to bring up it's it's very relevant because of thing that i mean it is you and i have spent so much time talking about professional wrestling and that is a big thing in the wrestling that we watch is telling a story or still telling a story through a fight and um, there's also a very good video on that uh, that Super Eye Patch Wolf does. I think it might even be, you know, storytelling and fighting or something like that. It's it's also very good, but I think that that, that I don't even know that that's an, an obvious thing, you know, to have someone fight a certain way or whatever, like like. I guess maybe you pick up on it because that is a thing that happens in a lot of anime um, in particular. And I, I don't know. I think it's it's a super interesting idea and it's just another reason why I fucking adore this book. No, I it, it is. I was kind of like, I didn't know what to expect from it, honestly. You just was like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. We should read it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, and... I came away with it with, uh, you know, I was expecting kind of just like really good art. And I don't know, you know, I don't generally expect necessarily all artists to be great storytellers, but Mm -hmm. by the end of this, like, that's the thing I come away from is like, Oh, but it's also telling a really powerful story. And the, it, it uses its format really well. And the white chain's the best. That's really lovely. White chain's the best. I can't. I think I'll forgive an awful lot in um in in storytelling um and I I mean I agree with you as much as I love this I I cannot ignore 
the flaws because you've you've told no lies, uh, but it has amazing characters and with tremendous character. They're all strong, well-defined characters with great character moments. And it is just constant, nonstop, balls-to-the-wall, awesome shit. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. And that is that is a formula for a comic that I will love forever. Could it be tightened up and be, like, the perfect version of this? Yes, but it still gets in my fucking Hall of Fame without that. It can be flawed, and I will still love it with my fucking heart and soul. Yeah. And I and like certainly was not on my radar. Um so if you want to I would certainly suggest if uh, again, the only caveat is it's super gory, but I don't know. People who listen to this show probably don't care about that kind of stuff. Um it's go read it. It's free. You can go read it. And hey, price of free? Are you kidding me? You can read yeah. this for free. Yeah, there's there's no reason not to. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you think that's good enough to wrap us up? We've probably been talking long enough. It would just be wanky to keep going. Okay. Uh, so that is Kill Six Billion Demons by Abaddon. Kill Six, six, kill six Billion Demons dot com. Uh, go read that for free. Uh, next time on in next time in Nerdboy Book Club, we will be reading Department of Truth. Uh, by James Tinian the Fourth and Martin Simmons. We read the first issue when it came out and the first trades out. So we're going to read it out, check it out, see what we feel about it. We'll probably like it. We like that first issue. Or maybe we'll do a, we'll have a, uh, when we find, we only find them when they're dead, uh, book. I'm hoping not. I don't think so. Of course, I didn't really think we'd have that in that book either. But so who knows? Yep. That's next time. Uh, two weeks. Department of Truth. First volume. Issues one through five. Uh, that'll do it for us today. We are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Uh, find links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed there. If you like the show, give us a good review on your podcast app and tell your friends about us and subscribe and listen and all that good stuff. It helps us out. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Robbie Norman and my website is RobbieDorman.com, which has links to all my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels. Uh, you can go pre-order Regrowth. I already told you to do that. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at robbydorman.com slash newsletter and you get a free book that is exclusive to my newsletter subscribers can't get it anywhere else not for sale you have to to subscribe to get the book and a short story for that matter you get both of those for free um eric where can they find you and your things online what a great great question so hey i stream uh art and drawing on twitch and I've been inviting on my super cool friends, and we've been having fun conversations about all kinds of interesting things. Um, I would recommend checking out the conversation on the, the crisis in masculinity or the conversation on crypto that I had with my friend Yatri, who is a programmer and tech expert. That's on Twitch TV slash Easy Goodnight. Um, the work that I'm doing on that channel is for my Patreon, patreon.com slash easy good night. Um, I, I recommend you join the Rizograph Club um, where I'm doing prints every month, hopefully, <laughs> uh, for my Patreon patrons. Um, 
Beyond that, I am on Twitter and Instagram, known on both. Also, as Easy Goodnight, you can see my websites at freewillunlimited.com and easygoodnight.com or ericzgoodnight.com. I need to buy easygoodnight.com. Shit, one of our listeners is going to scout me. All right. You got tonight. You got to the, You got a few hours. I got to edit this. <laughs> Hurry up. Uh, that'll do it for us today. Uh, have a good one. Rock and roll. Thank <laughs> you.